my name is Michael Bosey. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. Really happy, as always, for you to join me. And fair warning, this episode is going to be a rant. I hope it will be a useful one to you, but a rant nonetheless. Now, if there's one thread throughout this entire podcast, all 160-something episodes, it's ethical marketing. Doing business in a way that doesn't make people like you and me cringe. Honest practices, offering a product or service that genuinely helps people, and earning the trust of prospective customers in a gentle and respectful way. You and I are small businesses, which means that we as people are close to our brand. In some cases, we are our brand, right? The business is us. So we don't want to be not us, right? We don't want to act like jackasses selling ourselves in a pushy, salesy way, right? We wouldn't do that as people. So why would we do that as business owners? We wouldn't. And that's why you're here listening to this podcast, because this makes sense to you. Makes sense to me, makes sense to you. This is the way you do business too. And if we turn the tables, I mean, as a consumer, I try to support businesses that run this way too and avoid the ones that don't. It's the only way that we get to call the shots, right? We vote with our dollars. Now, given that this is a theme that's held my interest for the entire run of this podcast over the past five years, it makes me particularly angry when I see a business that is blatantly scamming people. And that's the topic of today's episode, a new scam around domain names. People buy domains all the time, right? You get a new idea, you buy the domain, and one of two things happen. Either you use the domain right away, great, or you hold on to it for a future project, and this is called parking. Now, in either case, you need to give a lot of info to a domain registrar in order to hold the domain, a name, mailing address, phone number, email address. Um, this opens us up to phishing attacks, right? Because it's very easy for scammers to scrape that info and use it to be in contact with us to try to trick us. And this official domain registration info can be publicly accessed by anyone on the internet by running a simple who is query on your domain name. So it's very, very easy to get this info. And because of that, this type of scam has been going on for a while with many known variants of these tricks and scams. But there's a new one that I encountered earlier this month that shows that scammers have upped their game. And here are the details of what happened. First, I had a domain that was set to expire uh, earlier this month, one that I wasn't planning to use anymore. Uh, the domain, incidentally, was called glassboxproject.com, which was a project that I was doing writing a book in the open or under a glass box so that people could watch my process. Seemed like a cool project at the time, was doing it for a while, lost interest in it, and stopped. So I wasn't going to renew the, the domain because I wasn't really using it anymore. So I started getting renewal notices from the domain registrar, which is GoDaddy in this case. And even in my dashboard in GoDaddy, I made sure that it wasn't going to auto-renew because I didn't want to pay for it anymore. 
Now, after a couple notices from GoDaddy, uh, you know, a few weeks in advance, a week in advance, all that. I mean, after all, they didn't want to lose this business. Uh, the expiration date came and went and the domain expired just like I wanted it to. And now the scam. A few days later, after the expiration date, I got an invoice for $61 referencing this specific domain. The email was sent from PayPal. The address was actually service at paypal.com, a legitimate address. The email had the GoDaddy logo as well. What's more is I checked in my PayPal account and the invoice was in there too. The payee was suspicious to be sure, someone I hadn't heard of. Uh, it was uh, all capitals, uh, B-R-X-K-N-C-Y. Never heard of them. And surprise, surprise, turns out it was a Russian company. Now, of course, I didn't pay the invoice, but wow, this is shitty. Wow. I posted screenshots in the show notes just so you can see how well done this forgery is. And while this seems to be pretty straightforward, there's a couple things that are different about this uh, and why I want to do an episode about it. Number one, the timing of this, right? They scraped data on expiring domains, so they knew that this was in sync with my GoDaddy billing. I mean, this is a new level if, if you think about this, right? Because they knew that this would be something where I knew, maybe if I wasn't paying attention, I knew that this was coming up for renewal. So here's my invoice for it, right? It makes sense. And the second thing is the authority with which they sent the email. I mean, they issued the invoice through PayPal. So it got sent not from a scam email address that's easy to spot. It got sent from service at paypal.com. It came from the company PayPal itself. And it would have been very easy for me or anyone to just pay the invoice, be done with it, right? And that's what they're hoping for, that some percentage of people probably just do this. Busy, don't think about it, just make the payment. And this right here is what the scammers are counting on. And when I got this message and kind of took a minute or two to figure out what's going on here, all I could think of was, can you imagine if your business is this? Scraping data, spraying a scam out there and hoping that some percentage of people who are not paying attention pay you? I mean, what kind of people do this? Don't they have anything to offer the world other than this deceit? We know they do, right? Because this scheme is incredibly creative. It requires some coding for the scrape, some creative data manipulation, some coding for the bots to run scripts. I mean, all this requires incredible creativity and they're using their creativity for this? I mean, it really sucks to see this. Now, like I said, this type of scam has been around for a while. Here are a couple others to look out for and also how to report it. There's a similar domain renewal scam uh, that's been around for a long time where you get an invoice to renew an expiring domain. Uh, but in this case, this just happens anytime, right? Not just at the end of life of the domain, like the example I just went through. Now, sometimes you'll get these in the mail, 
not via email. And these documents look very official. They have all your contact information, because again, we have to supply all that to the registrar. Uh, and you might get this on letterhead, looks official. Uh, and, you know, again, they're just hoping that someone will write a check or enter a credit card number, uh, which is horrifying. Uh, and this is the type of thing that's been around for a while. Now, another scam is called domain slamming, where the scammer tries to trick you into switching from your registrar to the scammer's registrar. And again, they make it look like it's a renewal or an official change of service. Now, of course, just like any fraudulent email, there are ways to spot this. And here's a few things to look for. Number one, Look for things that don't make sense, right? In this case, for me, it was the sender. Uh, this company, uh, BRXKNCY, I mean, you never heard of them. I wasn't going to pay them, right? Uh, number two, look for unusual or limited payment methods. In this case, why just PayPal? Why didn't I hear directly from GoDaddy? I mean, they had been emailing me, sending me messages uh, before the expiration, they have my credit card information. They renew domains all the time, right? So that was a little odd. And number three, look for unusual amounts. Unless you have a specialized domain that you paid more for, generally a .com domain should only cost about $15 a year or so, give or take. And most of these scams are significantly more than that, usually around $50 to $75 or so. Mine was $61. I thought that was odd. Lastly, let's report them. We want to put a stop to this, so let's report the scam uh, to the FTC Complaint Assistant. That's the Federal Trade Commission. They have a Complaint Assistant website. Left a link in the show notes to make this easy for you, but the address is www.ftccomplaintassistant.gov, and you select from the left-hand side either ripoffs and imposter scams or internet services, online shopping, or computers, depending on what type of scam this is. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode. I will get back to Social Strategy 201 next time. I just couldn't quell my anger enough to wait in sharing this with you. So be careful out there and we'll see you on the next episode.